Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard the National Football Show with your boy Dan Cilio, a.k.a. Big Sills. What a week. What an absolute week of football that we have coming up. And that we just witnessed Saturday and Sunday told us an awful lot about the college game. And clearly we don't know anything about the NFL because upsets galore were on Sunday. Can you really tell me who the best team in the NFL is? Is it the Dallas Cowboys? One week they get killed by a Bronco team that the Eagles took apart. And then the next weekend I'm watching Washington beat up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. By the way, before we get started, I want to welcome everyone aboard here as we do each and every single football Monday. Smile, go Eagles, Ewing, Carlos. I mean, hey, Johnny Blaze of Madden, thank you for coming aboard. By the way, we always say, please start out the show by hitting the like button. And some of you who are just tuning in are probably going, who is he talking to? These are the folks that jump aboard and now are part of the Big Sills Army here on the National Football Show. Xander, get old man Krause going. Big Sills Army, National Football Show, baby. That's what we want to get going here. All right. I'm going to say this to you about the Eagles and the Bronco performance. 30-13, to the Philadelphia Eagles get a – Damn impressive win on the road. Okay? Chalk it up, sports Philly fan. Thank you. Got an impressive victory. I'm going to say this to you about Jalen Hurts, the starting quarterback for the Eagles here. Do you know why each and every single week we sit here and debate whether or not Jalen is the potential heir to being the starting quarterback for the Eagles? Do you know why we have that debate? Because he wins unconventionally. Jalen Hurts wins unconventionally. Are they the most accurate passes? No. Does he sometimes look off reads? Yes. But here is the number one thing that you have to look at with Jalen Hurts. Does he win? 
He won at Bama. He won at Oklahoma. He's winning now. And our problem is, is that we're looking at something right now that is something that, just like in Baltimore, is this what I want my offense to look like? And can we win a Super Bowl with this style of play? Folks, it's about the style of play that we're not sure of. It's not the player. Jalen Hurts is on pace to have a great first year as a starting quarterback in this league. His numbers are going to be with some of the best in the sport, especially the versatile quarterbacks that can get out in the perimeter and run. What we're watching right now is a kid that we're not sure that's the style that can win a Super Bowl. Do you understand? I mean, I'm going to make a comparison to Jalen Hurts. And who do you think I'm going to compare Jalen Hurts to? If you had to pick a quarterback over the last 20 years who we're hoping he becomes, and he starts to look like this player, and I'm starting to see this every single week, who would that one NFL legend be that you want to see him? East Candom says Russell Wilson. Anybody would want their quarterback to look like Russell Wilson. I think Jalen Hurts has an opportunity to look like Steve McNair. Would you be okay with Steve McNair as your starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? I think he's a younger version of Steve McNair. I think he is got those intangibles, like McNair. Now, is he as accurate as Steve? No. Is, is he as good a runner as Steve? I think so. Is he as big as Steve? Not quite. But boy, I'll tell you something. Jalen Hurts plays like Steve McNair. And didn't we always used to say this? I thought about a guy who got criticism for his style of play. 23-1, and one, I don't think he looks at all like Michael Vick. I think he looks more like McNair. Because he doesn't have the wheels that Vick has. And nor does he have, really, the shotgun arm like Vick had. Vick could throw that ball 85 yards down the field. I think he's more of a version like McNair. Okay? Like, someone like that. And I started watching him yesterday, and I'm like this. You know, the problem is it just doesn't look like the other guys in the league. And that's why we're so critical. We're critical of the process that he's forming into on being a starting quarterback in this league. So it questions, you know, whether or not we think he can win a Super Bowl with that style of play. I don't know if Lamar Jackson's style of play can win a Super Bowl. I don't know that yet. He hasn't demonstrated that at all in the postseason, am I right? He's not demonstrated that. Is he a gifted player? Yes. Are we seeing the same things with Jalen Hurts? Gifted, talented, winner. Yes. 
I'm seeing all those intangibles. And I like it. I started this year off because I covered your team from 30,000 feet. And now that I kind of look it in the face, this kid's getting better. And if I could continue to see a process of any player on my roster getting better, I'm not going to pull the plug out from that for the next best thing. I'm going to give that kid every opportunity to succeed and to continue to grow. By the way, do we all agree? Is Devontae Smith starting to develop? I think so. Last couple of weeks, he's looked pretty impressive. I think he's looked pretty impressive. These two players are starting to hook up. Could that be something down the line? We start to see as a duo where you see Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith hooking up with one another and moving the chains. And then get this, moving the one loss record. Because that's what Jalen is starting to do. You know what's funny in this process that Jalen Hurts has started to do? He's getting better, and the one-loss record's getting better. Am I right when I say that? The one-loss record is getting better. And how about this? The Eagles don't suck. If you were Dallas, I would look at that Eagle team now. Remember something. You beat the brakes off the team at home that in the previous week destroyed the Cowboys. I don't know. That will be on the back of my mind when I show up the Eagles complex and get my game plan for this upcoming week. I'd feel awful good about that. So I ask you, and I say this to you, even the haters, have you pumped the brakes on Jalen Hurts and said, he's getting better. I did. There's nobody in the draft I care about. Okay? There's nobody in the draft I care about. I don't want any of those guys. You want to draft them in the latter rounds? I'm not taking any of my top two rounds and using those top two rounds to take any of those guys. No way. Not when I see a kid continuing to improve. He's continuing to improve, guys. You might be a hater. You have to tell the truth. Don't lie. He's getting better, isn't he? Jalen Hurts is getting better. Old Cole says, what do you think about Rieger? He blows and get him off my fucking team. The kid Watkins has clearly taken his gig. End of story. Don't bring that piece of shit up again. He is a nothing. By the way, nothing personal, kid. I'm talking about your shitty talent. Nothing personal. I don't know you from a can of paint. But you don't belong in an NFL locker room. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. If Quez Watkins catches that perfect ball, we're having an even bigger conversation right now. Absolutely. 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 Jermaine, thanks for stepping in. You put that piece of shit on the practice squad. I don't want him in my organization. I don't want losers in my organization. I want people who want to show up and win. You got a quarterback that's breaking his ass every Sunday. 
You better be breaking your ass every Sunday too. That's what inspires people to play hard for the guy who's taking the hits. I see my quarterback getting his ass hit. I'm going to play my ass off for that guy. He's doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not missing games. My quarterback's out there trying to win ball games for me. He's improving. If I'm an O-lineman or D-lineman or anybody in that fucking locker room, I'm going, the kid's getting better. The kid's getting better. Let's play. Let's go. I don't care what the media says. Dumbasses like Cilio who were saying the kid sucks. Let's move on. Hang on. They're right. He's getting better. He's getting better, guys. That's the difference on my show compared to other people's show. He's getting better. Met it. You started seeing the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Hey, the kid's getting better. I had Krause Jr. coming out. What was it? About a month and a half ago? Sills. This dude's a real ticket to watch. And he's right. You're like, I know, man. That guy's amazing. Then they get beat by the Dolphins. You know what people say? Oh, you see, well, they got beat by the Dolphins. I'm like, do you see the Buccaneers just get killed by the Redskins? And I said, Redskins. I don't do that shit. Pretend not to give the identity to the team that we all know what they're talking and who they're talking about. Don't play 14-year-old games with me. Until you rename the team, it will be Redskins to me. Isn't that dumb? It's like they're telling you, I don't want you to say the name. Fuck you, man. Change the name and I won't. <laughs> How dumb is that? Well, we didn't, you know, we don't, we keep the colors and everything, but we just don't say, you know, the Redskins name. Shut up. Kevin says, yes, Dan. You call it like you see it. Guys, he's getting better. His ability to get out in the open, too, when he's running the ball, he's a damn good open field runner. He moves the sticks. He's getting better. And, and watch this. Am I in a position where I say he's the future of the team? No, I'm not there. But let me ask you this, guys. Even the biggest critics, let me ask you. Is he making you pause? Is he making you pause? He's making me pause. And I wanted to move on after week four. Trevor says he ain't the future. He's a stopgap. Trev, could be. Because I say this to you, I think he's in the Teddy Bridgewater category. But I'm all right with Teddy Bridgewater. There's nobody coming out in the draft, in my opinion, that's better than Teddy Bridgewater. And that kid corralled, you can keep him. I don't want him. I think those guys make, I think they make immature mistakes in games. Even the kid from Pitt. Lassay says, stopgap for who? The Eagles is who he's saying. Jalen looked as good in the pocket as I've seen him. Absolutely. I thought he moved around in the pocket. I thought he was doing his progressions and reads. It was the best game I've seen him play fundamentally as a Philadelphia Eagle. And in a place 
that is a very tough place to win, Denver. That adds it to the conversation a little more, too. Did it on the road in Denver. Hey, you could flip a coin. Winning in Denver or winning at Arrowhead. <laughs> pretty tough places to play. Okay? And pretty tough places, not just to play, but to pull a win out of there. Okay? They ran the ball exceptionally well. Isn't it funny? Ever since Sirianni started being committed to running the ball, Jalen Hurts has started to improve. I'm going to get to Sirianni here in a minute. Okay? Defense held a Denver team that destroyed the Cowboy defense, the 96 yards rushing. It's pretty impressive, man. 80-some-odd yards running the ball. 176. Devontae Smith, 66 uh, yards and reception yards, two TDs. Dude. Angel says, what about the running game? I'm absolutely stepping up. Lassay says, Wentz's first year was terrible. By the way, Carson Wentz has his Colts now at 5-5. Five and five. How about those Titans continuing to win? How about those Titans continuing to win? So much more to hit on, too, across the league. By the way, if you guys ever want to watch a game where you see the best coaching staff in the National Football League, do me a favor. Take out the tape of the Patriots versus the Browns. That was textbook. That was textbook on how you coach. Bill Belichick by far has the best coaching staff in the league. He's taking this rookie quarterback. And by the way, I think the uh, Patriots – I think the Patriots are in the conversation right now for one of the better teams in the AFC. They're playing great football, and they run it, and they get after your ass. And it's one of the best coach teams I've seen in a long time. That fucker can absolutely coach. Don't ever get it twisted that Bill Belichick can't coach. How about this, too? The Patriots are trending up, and the Buccaneers are now trending backwards. Brady looked old this past weekend against Washington. I'm not saying that's going to stay, but he looked old. Smile, Cam's return. Gave it an injection, didn't it? I loved it too. Okay? Eastside says, how about Colts and Eagles Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, well, guess what, man? You'd be waiting on that ticket for a little bit. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Jay Cutler or Baker Mayfield? Give me Jay Cutler. Baker Mayfield sucks. And I've been saying it since day one. Mac Jones is getting it done. But I am really impressed with, with Jalen. With the running attack. Now let's get into the coach. By the way, Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Former Eagle himself. Works the pre and post game for the Fox 29 affiliate there in Philadelphia. We'll get his thoughts on what he saw. Maybe he sees it completely different. But I say this to you. Jalen's getting better. The team is getting better. And the team is better coached. Here. That's Nick Sirianni's best coaching game since Atlanta. Methodical. Kept to it. Stayed in his lane. 
kept Jalen on the rails. They played good on defense. Jonathan Gannon had a great game plan. 13 points in Denver. I'm all right with that one, too. The entire coaching staff had a spectacular day. And, you, you know, because it's, um, you know, people are always looking and wanting to see the negative in this. Don't. This is not college football, folks. You don't have to look pretty, but they did. And how much do you take out of one win? Like I told you, you look at the collective group of the last four or five games. Let me ask you something here. How good do you think the Eagles have been playing over the last four weeks? How good do you think they've been playing? Wick says, enjoy this win. Wick says, I'm not even going to talk crap on Hurts because you know why? Wick knows he's watching them get better. Lassay says this, Belichick can win with Matt Castle, Jacoby Brissett, and he's still going to get it done, which is true. We beat Dan. Thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater tap out. No effort at all on that side. I was I was shocked. Joey, I was shocked because I'm a Bridgewater fan. I was. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. So, Nick Sirianni now. He's getting better too. Guys, that football team is starting to look like a organization heading in the right direction. I'll ask you this. Does let's do it as a combo here. And guess what folks, when you say this, that means you have to give Howie Roseman love. I know. I know you don't want to hear this. But you may have to give Howie a pat on the head here. Hang on here. Is Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni have this team aimed in the right direction over the last four weeks? Do they look better over the last month? How do you think the Eagles look over the last month? Better? East Canham says no. Old Cole says yes. Alexander says C. Defense performance was the most impressive for me. But also, Eagles went up by two possessions in the third quarter. That probably flipped the Broncos' game plan. It did. Ewing, better. Jermaine, yeah, Howie soaked all this in, especially if they make a playoff run. Chalk it up just said something. They're sticking to the identity Win or lose, it's respectable. That's correct. Stick to a formula. Stick to a formula. Got to tell you guys, even when you're the hardest critics, you give justice their due because when players make you, make your take and you have to take that take and reevaluate that. That's a good thing for your team. Nobody roots for failure here. 
Nobody. That's a good thing. Eagles had a good day. And I think they're looking pretty damn decent over the last couple weeks. Something has clicked in. What is that? Let's ask Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia next. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty. Business manager of Local 98 says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Like I said, the reason that we're debating this every week is because he's winning games, Jalen Hurts. Unconventional. That's not a prototypical way on how you win games. And I think that's why we're having this debate whether or not he's the guy moving forward. But it was a good day for the Eagles. And as advertised, our friend who's been spectacular with us, Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia, is here with us as he joins us here on this Monday. And I'll say it to you, Gary, Jalen Hurts is getting better. Yes, he is. Am, 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 I, am I right when I say that? 
I think you're definitely saying that. And, and I think that uh, part of that is because uh, they're doing things that are conducive to them getting better, which is, you know, you can see a game plan. You know, you see the structure where uh, they got a game plan. They're going to have a balanced attack. In fact, they're running the ball more than I thought they ever would. I was saying run the ball. I didn't mean this much. <laughs> but, hey, but you know what? If you're going to the well and you're coming back with what you went there for, you keep going to the well. And so uh, it's just amazing the way they ran the ball. And I tell you, they're running some of these RPOs because the line's doing a good job and you got the defense. They're not sure of what they're going to see. And so uh, you're seeing also, of course, Jalen drop into the pocket and make, I mean, accurate throws. The best throw of the whole day got dropped. It's a touchdown yeah. that was dropped. So, you know, uh, you know, he, he catches that ball. You think about the kind of half he put together. That is a superstar half. When you got three touchdowns, you throw for about a buck 80. Hey, you can't ask any more of anybody. And he did that against uh, this Bronco defense that shut Dallas down last week. So, you know, it's, it's just um, – it just was a real positive day uh, for the birds. And, you know, I, I got to give them a lot of credit in the fact that, you know, they took it to the Broncos. They took it to them on both sides of the ball. In Even Denver. De defensively, hey, they're play they were playing some of the same defenses with the zone, but they dropped and they're breaking on the ball. They're breaking on the ball. That's the way you got to play. Man, hey, if you're going to be in the zone, if you're going to catch it there, we're going to make you pay when you get it. We, we're going to bust you. And that makes people start dropping passes. And there was no yardage after catches. You know, they were on it. And um, they they really had, um, you know, I, I thought they did a good job of scouting the Broncos. They really knew what they were getting out of the Broncos. And the defense played well. The offense played well. Uh, you know, I got to give Sirianni credit with the good, I mean, the way he called the game. And... <laughs> Who knew Boston Scott and Jordan Howard? You know what they're probably saying? We're not moving anywhere, Miles. Well, you think we're not? I'm not going anywhere. You can get out. <laughs> but you know they're going to have a job somewhere, even if it's not here. You know you're running for this kind of yardage. You know they, they uh, both carried the ball about 10, 11 times, and they're running for eight, nine, ten yards a carry. And how many did Zeke have last week? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, Gary, I think I think you're totally onto this with also the coaching staff. And let me let me let me let me pose this question to you here on the coaching staff. And I heard Bar Parcells make this comment, you know, numerous times. And when I had him on my show, he said it. He goes, you know, man, my biggest problem I had my first year was going from being a coordinator to being a head coach, and it was an every game lesson for me and that's when he told phil sims at the end of a six and ten season i think and their first year he says sims if we survive this we're going to go on and do great things here you know if i'm saying that jalen hurts is getting better nick sirianni to me over the last couple weeks at least offensively he's getting better and now last week against the broncos here gary even the broncos like you said they were disguising a little bit more. Is the staff coming along?
Let's see if we can reconnect here a little bit here. I think we're having a little issue here with Gary Cobb. Let's see if we can reconnect. But I said this before, guys, that one of the issues that you get when you're like a first-year coach, going from being that coordinator and going and coming from like where you were just worried about one position and then being a head coach, it's completely different. And Gary, where I was going is, do you think this coaching staff is now coming along also in their development as NFL, an NFL staff? Without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt, they are getting, uh, they're getting better. Uh, I can see with the way that they are coaching these guys. You know, um, what I said about the defense, I mean, dr just dramatic difference that the guys are dropping and they're realizing, look, you get back there quickly and you get ready to break up because, hey, if they're going to throw that dink and dunk, every time we're going to make these guys pay. And that's coaching because you can see a dramatic difference. Uh, just with the attitude, you can see with offensive line, they know, hey, we're going to run the ball. They told them, look, we're running the ball on everybody, okay? We're not asking these guys for permission to run the ball on them. <laughs> we're telling you before the game, hey, look, we're running the ball on you guys. They might as well yell at them when they're coming out of the huddle. I mean, when they come out, you know, they're running out of the tunnel. Hey, we're running the ball on you guys today. And then that opens up everything else because you see underneath when they run uh, any type of crossing route thing, it's open because the linebackers have to honor any run fakes. And it opens up things for, uh, for Jalen, too. And now everything that they want to do with the RPOs and things, it's there because if the run isn't there, the rest of it's not going to be there, you know? So you got to be able to run the ball on people. And, and, and they're getting physical, too. You know, this is a physical team. And the Broncos were physical against the Cowboys. Killed them. You know, it's just astonishing. And, you know, that's what I feel. I feel for the guys out there trying to make a living, you know, trying to put a few bones down. I know it's tough, man. You guys trying to pick these games, man. I, I don't know. Oh, no, I, no, no. The, you guys are doing this it because... year in the NFL, Gary, I mean, like, if you told me who the best team in the NFL is right now, uh, you know what? I, I know this, that Eagle fans don't want to hear this, yeah. but it might be the Dallas Cowboys. They it may be the well best be. team in the league right now. If you took the collective group of games, yeah. they may be the best team. They, they may be. And look at the way what the Broncos did to them. I know. And then the Eagles come and put, put a whooping on the Broncos. In because, Denver. In Denver. You're right. I mean, just amazing. It's it's just uh it's the kind of year where there are a lot of teams that are that are not far away from it. I mean, you look at like Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay's got a good football team. You know, are they gonna be able to, you know, could they beat Dallas and everything? I don't yeah. know. That's a tight game. The yeah. thing that Dallas has is they can beat you in so many different ways. See, that that's the thing that they bring to the table. But you know, you're looking at the Eagles. I tell you, if you're winning the battle up front, you know, you you got a chance to beat anybody. And the Eagles can win the battle up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And we even heard from Fletcher yesterday. Fletcher Cox made an appearance at the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, jab him I'm a little so bit. But anyway, and I could still make plays. Absolutely, Gary, you know, he can get know? on a roll. You know, I mean, it's it's nothing to be with no no surprise to anybody if he were to get, you know, start start making a um, uh, you know, making his his uh his appear. I mean, whatever his. <laughs> I, I was almost silly, but 
just being there in the middle of the things. Usually he's always lets people know, look, I'm here and uh, I, I, I'm a good player and I, I can take over the game. And so the more guys you have that can do that, and then you got to, you know, Darius uh, Slay, I mean, you know, it lets you know that if you do get the ball as a defensive player, man, you got to try to take it to the house because there are a lot of offensive linemen on the field, you know, and you know oh, they're yeah. not going to run you now, and they're tired. And then you got guys that don't want to make tackles. Teddy Bridgewater, come on, man. <laughs> you know, and, and, and some of the other guys, I think I might have saw a tight end, or, you know, a couple of the tight ends didn't look like they wanted it too bad either. Hey, so, hey Gary, let me ask you this here. Yeah. Since they've been running the football, isn't it funny? I'm seeing Dallas Goddard more. I'm seeing sightings of Devontae Smith, two touchdown catches this last week. Yeah. And to me, you know who he reminded me of? And you may think I'm crazy when I say this, but man, Jalen Hurts reminded me of a cheaper version. And I say that with respect to him, a uh -huh. cheaper version of Steve McNair. It just looked like Steve McNair. Now, McNair was 10 times more accurate. I get it. But just the way he wins and the way he moved the chains, Steve may be under 50%, but he may have to do it with his legs. Yeah. And that's kind of what I saw. But like you said, it all comes off the premise of what you were complaining about. I think it was after the 49er game. Man, you've got, when you're in the red zone, you've got to freaking run that ball to create an attitude yeah. for your offense. And I think you hit it. They look even tougher the way that they're playing against opponents. You, you are. I mean, you are so right. You know, and you mentioned Steve McNair. I thought that, you know, I of course – you know, I hadn't thought about that, uh, thought about Steve in a while, but doggone it, I think there definitely is a comparison there, boy. Because you're talking about, the thing about uh, he um, about Jalen is, dude is much stronger than people realize. Yeah. You you see how they don't, they don't nobody. You don't get him down, down with an arm tackle. No, they, nobody takes him down with arm tackle. And a lot of those guys, they don't realize it. And even the linemen, when, when they try to sack him, Hey, if you don't get a piece of this guy, a good piece of this guy, you, you're not going to get any sack. You see a lot of guys standing there, and, and they're going, what happened? The guy, he's gone, you know, because he's got strong legs. I mean, and um, I think I remember them saying, like, in Alabama, said dude was squatting some crazy weight. Yeah. So, I'm so he, he's got that too. strong lower body, and he runs through tackles, and he's got that kind of strength that you would think of with, with Steve McNair, where you get back there, and you realize this is a grown man back here. Yeah. You know, he's not going to just go down if I just blow a whistle. He's not like Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, come on. You get a hold of Teddy, he's going down. You get a, a hold of Jalen Hurts, you got to take him down. And if he's running, he's really trouble because he runs through tackles, man. He's got some strong wheels. And, you know, you talk about Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you talk about Steve McNair. Steve McNair played the game. He was, he really had his team follow him because he was a tough son of a gun, man. And, uh, you know, Jalen definitely has uh, a lot of those same qualities. The guy's a leader and he's a fighter and he's a battler and he's all those winner. kind of things. That's what it is about winning, man. And, you know, and he's a winner, right? I mean, he Gary, is a winner. And, You're right. And he's a winner. Now, you know, Jonathan Gannon's performance this last week, give me your assessment on what you saw that. Again, maybe not here, because I, I, I think fans don't understand. You and I think in trends, which usually means three games, mm -hmm. and that's how you and I look at whether a team is playing well or not. It's not 
just 60 minutes of football. I look like Gary, when we used to get our game plans, it's the last three weeks, the last yeah. three games, what a team's doing, what a team's doing good and bad. So I look at it through that lens. Um, how do you think Jonathan is starting to do here with his guys? Do you think he's listening to his players now? I, I definitely think you, you could see that uh, they are being more aggressive and uh, they're doing a good job and they're playing some of the same things. They're mixing it up more. I mean, they're just not sitting in the too deep. You know, they're playing man to man. They're they're uh, they're really you see a little bit of everything because you're seeing the blitz. You know, they come up with that five man front that they have been doing all year. And you're seeing, you know, uh, different looks because, you know, that's good because you can't give the other team too much credit. Mix things up and let them make some mistakes. And the big thing is I thought the linebackers in the middle and the safeties, man, they are breaking on the ball. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play zone, you got to break on the ball like that. Everybody's to the ball against the run. Everybody's to the ball. And they're just playing harder, man. They're, you know, this is a team that's working. They're, they're, they're being a scrappy team because – you know, they're, they're not the kind of guys got, you know, uh, six uh, all pros on one side of the ball or whatever. They just kind of walk out and, well, you know, we're going to just beat you guys again. No, they got to go out and they got to scratch and claw. And that's what we're seeing. And you got to give the coaches credit for that kind of effort that they're doing. And, and they're mixing things up, too. And you can see the guys talking, too, even before the play, after the play. Because you got to talk to each other, especially the guys in the secondary. In order to deal with what teams are giving you, you got to communicate with each other. And I saw more of that, and I think that's why they're doing a better job against the pass, why they, they, they look better. And you know what? When you start getting the heat on you, everybody feels it. And, Gary, and that's do you good. I mean, uh, and I was, obviously, uh, Jonathan Gannon uh, let the guys know. I mean, and so everybody was pitching in, and uh, they made the play. Of course, that that uh, that slate play was the game that uh, was the play of the game uh, because – you know, they were in a, in a situation where they were getting ready to score. Rather than that, the Eagles scored. Gary, Huge do you play. agree? Do you agree that this year, maybe unlike any other year, it's so razor thin at the top and razor thin at the bottom of the league for the worst teams and that everybody's just kind of in the middle right now because, look, there's six and four teams. There's four and six teams. And it just looked like – who would have thought that Washington would beat the brakes off of the Buccaneers? Yeah. And like you said last week, the Broncos. The is, it, is this like, is this a year where you just go like this? Hey, man, get this. Whoever has the records at the end of the year, and maybe the Eagles are still in this wild card race. Who knows? I'm just saying because I mean, you never know what's going on here. Hey, I mean, <laughs> you know, Dan, I mean, you look at the schedule. They got teams on there they can be. If they play well, they go out and they just play play good and, and don't give the ball to those teams. You know, they're going to win some of those games. I mean, and they can win quite a few of those games. So, I, I mean, I know it's, you know, it, it's amazing to be saying it, but they got a shot to make the playoffs. Why not? If they, You know, if you're going to say some of these other teams, like you say the Broncos got a chance, how could you not say the Eagles got a chance? Because when you look at the schedule – of who they're playing, they're all teams that they can beat. Now, they can beat all these teams in the uh, NFC East. They can beat them. You know, they got the Cowboys the last game. Chances are the Cowboys are not going to need that game. No, but they're going to end up playing against, you know, all the backups. So that's who they're going to play when they play the Cowboys. All these other guys, the Washington football team, the Giants, come on. 
They're no better than the Eagles. No reason the Eagles can't beat them. So they're in a position that, you know, that's four of their games right there. Washington football team and the Giants. That's four games right there. Those are all winnable games. And, and, and the other teams that they're playing, there's no reason they can't beat them. So especially as they're playing, and, and the, the thing about the Eagles is they're playing better football. They're getting better as a football team. They're really just getting to know each other, you know, and they're, they're, they're starting to find out, like, what do we have on this team? And I don't think that um, Suriani thought he was going to be running the ball this much. But, hey, if that's what, you know, that's what our line likes to do, and we got the running backs, and the thing about it is you got the backups running, we haven't even let, we haven't even turned Miles loose because on, on some of those runs, you let Miles Sanders get into your secondary like that, he's gone, man. <laughs> he's taking that to the house. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how things work out. But I know it's crazy, you know. And I, I mean, I I don't like saying crazy things, but they got a chance to make the playoffs. I know, man. <laughs> I'm 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 with you. I I think they're right there. And let me say this: after I've watched this team get better. We're not talking about a shitload of players away, are we, from being competitive for the NFC East now? I mean, you know, at the beginning of the year, Gary, I saw a lot of inconsistency in the coaching staff. I saw a lot of inconsistency at the quarterback position. But now it's starting to funnel down, you know? You're starting to funnel it. And maybe what we're saying here is maybe the Eagles are forming an identity, and with all those draft choices that you have in April – Maybe you can start to build around that identity now and start to go because if he goes 10 and 7 or he goes say this, they end up doing something like 9 and 8. If I were Howie Roseman, there's nobody in the draft that I'm going to take that's going to take Jalen Hurts' job away. Unless I get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, I might just build around this current this current identity that you have. Do you agree? I, I agree. I agree. And uh, the thing about it is the, some of the things they're doing, they need an athletic quarterback who can run. He, he fits what they're doing. And, you know, uh, they are obviously – it really puts the, the the defense in really a serious uh, – a tough situation because they got options. They're running options on the, on the last guy on the line of scrimmage. And if you got a guy like Devontae Smith who's going to be tough one-on-one, man, it's going to be tough covering him. you got a good tight end in Dallas Goddard. You know, you got other weapons. I mean, this kid, Quez uh, Watkins. Uh, he's capable. You see, he can get deep on anybody. And they got young guys. They're going to do nothing but get better. And with that line, man. Hey, line, hey Gary, uh, one thing fun, one thing on the, the wide receivers. Gary, one thing on the wide receivers. That kid, Rieger, yeah. that kid's name should be Casper the Ghost. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Because hey. I don't see him sometimes, dude. <laughs> I, I, if, I, if, if I was over there running things, I'd give the kid a ticket, a one-way ticket. You know what I mean? He's, to the he, CFL. The kid's out there trying, but no way that could, kid should have been anywhere near any first round. I mean, who are you kidding? I mean, he, you know, he's um, you know, he's he's a backup. And you can see where Quez Watkins is a kid. You know, you dropped that pass. But you see, he's made a bunch of tough catches this year. And who can really get deep? I mean, you, you can say what you want. Kid can get deep. Because yeah, he, he, I mean, I like he, he took off and just exploded there yeah. to get open on that on that play that should have been a touchdown, but uh, he's definitely got talent, and you know you see what you got with Devontae Smith, so that you know that's that's two good young receivers you have, and you got some you know players other places that are starting to come on, so I I think they just want to keep on adding what they have, and 
the thing about Jalen is the, the kid is going to fight. The kid's going to come out and compete. And because of that, your team is going to be competing. And, you know, he made the, he made the plays like the week before. He had a good game then, but he's playing better and better. I really got to be excited about, you know, where this team is going right now. And if they would make the playoffs, I tell you, I, would, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't fall out. If you just told me that earlier in the year, you know, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, no, no. Hey, Gary, closing here. Um, so we agreed then, Jalen and Nick, they're, they're growing into their jobs right now. Yep. They are definitely that, growing into their jobs. They are uh, doing what you would hope you would saw in this season. And it, it's a good thing that they have, you know, a whole season to really get a chance to look yeah. at them. Because you're getting to see them, you know, uh, playing against different teams in the middle of the competition. And for them to see the way the Broncos took it to Dallas, and for them to go out in Denver and take it to the Broncos like that, I mean, who's that much better in this league? You know, if no, you you you, you beat up the Broncos who just took it to Dallas. Who do you really have to be afraid of in the league? It really, is not about the team that they're playing. What we found out is it's really about the Eagles. How are they playing the way they're capable? It's not so important about who they're playing. Are they showing up and playing the capable the way they're capable of playing? And also the coaches are utilizing their talent in the best way that they can utilize it. And I think when you look at this team, they should be running the ball a, a good amount of time. Um, maybe not 40 times a game, but definitely, you know, 30 times a game, they probably need to be handing that ball off. And that's what is uh, the Eagles at their best right now. Absolutely. Gary, thank you so much for this brother. I appreciate it. I'm, would like you said, never said. Hey, you know playoffs. what? Hey, I got to go to the Super Bowl anyway. I'm, 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 joking, I'm joking. It's now. in no. LA, man. You hey, go but, back hey home. I got to be there anyway. So, hey, you know, I, I might as well be there with a lot of people I know. Absolutely, man. Back in LA where he played his ball at yeah. USC. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> All right, buddy. You got it. That's my friend, Gary Cobb. I'm going to put a bow on that, what he just said. Okay. And by the way, get that sorry ass Riger Rieger. I'm going to call him, Tra no, no, I can't call him Traeger because my grill, I like it more than him. All right, we'll take a timeout, reset, and keep it here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. 
call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at mesalaw.com. Mesa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Welcome back. National Football Show with your boy, Big Sills. Eagles found an identity. They have found an identity. Do you know what it is? It's Philly toughness. That football team now has taken on the persona of the city it plays in. RPOs and all that West Coast stuff. Line up. Let's go kick someone's ass. Let's go run that ball, like Gary said. That's an attitude. Let's go. When you run the ball like that, you know what you're telling a defensive line? I own you. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to run the ball right here 40 times, and I'm going to run that fucker down your throat. Ain't nothing you can do about it. See, when you get into that pass-happy stuff, you know why you see a lot of inconsistency sometimes in those passing teams? Because one day you get shut down and someone's got good corners. You're three and out, and the other team that runs the ball runs it down your throat. Look at Mike Vrabel, what a great coach he is. He doesn't He doesn't have Derrick Henry. He's got Adrian Peterson. A broken down Ferrari is what he has. And they're still winning ball games. How is that possible? Great coaching. Great coaching. Attitude. I don't care who's running the ball. It may not be Derrick Henry, but we're going to run the ball at you anyway. Because that's what we do. But it's Adrian Peterson, Derrick Henry. I don't care who's back there. King Henry VIII. We're going to run the fucker. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Sets a tone. Makes it tough. No tricks. No flea flickers. Just running it at you. And if you haven't noticed, the Eagles now have play action. And the RPOs are open more. And he's able to get out in the perimeter and create plays because they're running the rock. 
It's an identity. People were telling me at the beginning of the year, best O-line in the NFL. I didn't see it. Now I do. If anything, this football team should resemble the Titans. Maybe even a little bit the Colts. I don't want my quarterback to have to go out there third and long, fourth quarter, win me a game right now when he's got less than 15 starts. Let's just try to win the game. Special teams, tough defense, running the bitch. And if my quarterback starts to come along, which the quarterback is, that's called development, folks. Alexander says if we ran the ball from game one, we'd be seeing some great results right now. You're right. But wait a minute, Alexander. Isn't it possible that we're going through the honeymoon here between Jalen and Nick Sirianni? Why wouldn't you think that that would be a transition too? Both of these guys know nothing about one another. So when you show up, in theory, Nick Sirianni's teaching you the language of French because you've had all these other systems. And then on top of that, you've got to get his personality on how he likes to call plays. Then he's got to figure out what best suits this kid. I think what happened in Philadelphia out of the gate which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong when I say this, but watch this. Your expectations and your level and your bar was Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning coach. That's good to have that bar. Doug is a bar. He's a good coach. He's going to be on the market and he's going to get a job. I want to show you something else, guys. Sirianni's getting better. His team is getting better. His quarterback is getting better. His first-round draft choice is getting better. All goes back to Howie, too. You want to know where it's not getting better? Try the Jets. Robert Saley, as my good friend Ice Cube would say, as I quote one more time straight out of Compton, that ain't it. That ain't it. I don't even know if he was a good assistant coach when he was at the 49ers. I have no idea. But for whatever media thing, and I get it, all the things that didn't matter with football, Robert Saley somehow landed and got the job with the Jets, whatever. You know, what's funny is it's not so much that the quarterback's not getting better and this kid Mike White walked backwards and Zach Wilson doesn't look very good. The Jets' defense is actually worse this year. It's actually worse under the guy who was a former D coordinator in San Francisco. The Jets look like they're sucking. And that first-year head coach is having problems. But you know what they're not going to do like they do in Philadelphia? Or get this, you know what they're not going to do? They're not going to go after the guy because the guy's a Muslim. Because the media is afraid just to do what they do in their job. This has got nothing to do with religion. This has got nothing to do with your politics. This has got nothing to do with anything. It's about winning. Only thing. That's it. Winning. Do you win? Do you lose? The people in the media that bring that outside shit into conversations, you always know they're looking for an agenda. 
Are you a good coach? Are you getting better? Are the players getting better? That's all I care about. Robert Saley's team stinks. Stinks. Nick Sirianni's team, by the way, by the way, were we not all very critical of Sirianni a couple weeks ago? Jeremiah says, honestly, Sil, I stopped blaming Rieger and JJ and underperformance when they were o- overdrafted. Hopefully, at least, Rieger can be some something. Okay. He was overdrafted. Thank you, Jeremiah. Okay. Oh, my God. Xander. Chalk it up, Sports Philly, please. Put that up there. Put that up there for me, please. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. You're in our locker room now. Thank you, man. That's exactly correct. Can't hide under your desk. Can't hide under your religion. Can't hide under your faith. Can't hide under your politics. You can't hide under your flag. You just got to be evaluated on your performance. Are you winning? And are you getting better? And the Philadelphia Eagles are winning and they're getting better. Old Cole says, better coach Pete Carroll or Sean Payton? I'd play for any one of them guys. Okay? I'd play for any one of them guys. But if I had to, I'd probably play for Pete because he's a defensive guy. Hey, hey, hide under Mulata. That would maybe be the only place you can hide in Philadelphia. Mr. Wing, to fair, to fair though, Dan, Jets have sucked for decades, no matter who's coach. Great point, Wing. Fair. You're right. Even Todd Bowles, right? Todd Bowles, who looks like he's the heir apparent to the Buccaneer gig. Okay, fair enough, Wing. Hopeful burden. They're healthier this year, too. Let me say this to you, man. I know we hate to do this. But Howie, did he make the right decision in getting rid of Doug Peterson? Let's go down that lane a little bit. Other noise from week 10 of the NFL, some college football news, too. How is James Franklin's name still being talked about for the LSU job? How 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 how, how is that? He's 10-9-0 in the last 19 games at Penn State. We'll hit on all that stuff. Hour number two, you keep it right here on the National Football Show. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city, and every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way, the best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hit. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. I love Cam Newton. I do, man. That guy creates energy, does he not? I love anybody who can bring that kind of excitement into a locker room. I want that all day long. It's contagious, man. Cam is such a big personality, too. Touchdown pass, touchdown run, first game back. Hey, there's another football team sitting around in the same boat that the Eagles are in. You're sitting there watching these two teams, and you're like, I don't know, they're both kind of the same in the room. You know, I kind of get it. And, and, and that's what I say to you about this year's NFL. So razor thin at the top, and it's razor thin at the bottom for the horrible teams. And everybody's kind of in that six and four, uh, four and six boat. You know what I mean? Is it crazy to say that you could potentially be still in a playoff hunt if you're the Philadelphia Eagles? Right? Xbox. Jalen comparison to McNair is good. McNair wasn't even that accurate over his first five seasons. 51%, 61, 52, 58, 56. Those are not anywhere where you need to be when you're talking about elite quarterbacks. But Steve McNair was somebody you wanted as your starting quarterback on your football team because he did more things, and we're kind of seeing it again. And just to reset here in hour two, I said this about Jalen. Guys, Jalen hurts right now, okay? 
He's getting better. And how he's getting better, he's finding ways to move the chains. They're resembling a pro-style offense because what are they doing? They're doing the most important thing. You know what that is? They're running the football. And it's become contagious on the other side of the football. 96 yards, they held him in rushing. And the Broncos beat the bejesus out of the Cowboys on the ground. Held him to 17 first downs. Okay. Kelvin says, wild card, here we come. I wouldn't be printing them tickets up just yet. Eastside Monster, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you guys just hang in there. It is, Kevin, pretty wild. Big Chris is, how about Vince Young better than Hurts? Vince Young was 31-17 and 17 as a starting quarterback in Tennessee. Let's not forget that. And I believe he was a rookie of the year. Jalen Hurts is not in that league, out of the gate. Vince Young was 31-17 and 17 as a starting quarterback in Tennessee. And, of course, the ultimate destroyer in quarterbacks, Jeff Fisher, had his mitts on him, and he was never the same. He would never recover from being under Jeff Fisher. And let's not forget, Jeff Fisher also cut Case Keenum and Nick Foles. Okay, let's not forget that. And both those guys can play. And he cut them dudes. Eastside Monster says, I hope we go to Dallas and whoop them. I think the Cowboys go to Link, and I think they go to Lincoln Financial at the end of the year. I think the final game is in. I think the final game is in Philadelphia. McNair, that one yard. I don't think it was McNair. I thought it was his receiver. That was one yard short from putting it in the end zone against the Rams. Kelvin says, I'm a believer, man. All good, brother. All good, man. But doesn't it show you what the league is? Tom Brady gets his face kicked in by Washington. Dak, the previous week, they get worked over by the Broncos. Take a look at the Browns now, where they are. How about Baker Mayfield? What an excuse machine. Hey, you want to hear something? I'll take Jalen Hurts over Baker Mayfield any day. I think Baker Mayfield's a snowflower. Okay, hey, I combined the softest things I could think of, a flower and a snowflake, and Baker Mayfield's face pops up. I don't know why. When I see, when I, hey, when I see sunflake, I think of Baker Mayfield. Why is that? I don't know. Boy, I see like tissue paper. When I think of Baker Mayfield, you see him on the sideline with this thing going like this, the gun. That thing that like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, a soccer player, uses. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's a snowflower. Watch this. He's doing it on his hip. I posted out and I tweeted out at Dan Cilio Show. Oh, get ready for excuse number three. His quads hurt. You know, he's 27 and 27 as a starting quarterback in the NFL with arguably the best talent and one of the better rosters in the AFC. And now he, he's not the guy. I said it from day one. He's not the guy. He's just not. Hey, watch this. 
Baker Mayfield is not mature. Jalen Hurts is. I guarantee you the Browns would feel comfortable with Jalen Hurts running that football team. Can you imagine Jalen Hurts around the second-best O-line and Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield when they're healthy? Can you imagine if he just said here, then you played lights-out defense? I know they – hey, by the way, how about the Patriots beating the shit out of them? Beat the shit out of them. Man, Mac Jones, a rookie quarterback, who is now probably going to win the all-rookie spot on the team for when they pick the all-rookie team. Justin Fields not going to be there. Zach Wilson's not going to be there. Okay? it's hey, Trevor Lawrence ain't going to be there. It's going to be Mac Jones. Team six and four now. Belichick's team looks like the 2001 New England Patriot team where they just ran you over. Old Coast says Jalen Hurts or Trevor Lawrence. I'll stick with Trevor Lawrence on that one. For the future, let's be real here. He doesn't have the skill set in any way of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has got a lot on his shoulders in Jacksonville. And by the way, I thought the Jags made a game of that against the Colts over the weekend. I thought they played pretty well. I, I think the by the way, hear this. I think the Jags are actually getting better. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting better. The more I watch the Jaguars, the more I see them getting better as well. They're getting better. Trevor's getting better. He's seeing secondaries better. You could see him going through three and four progressions. He's doing better, man. William Steele says, did we talk about the Lions and Steelers? How about this, William? If you're the Steelers, man, you got to win that game. You can't let the shitty Lions tie you like that. In a very competitive AFC, you can't have a tie against the Lions. <laughs> I mean, but again, it just shows you every week and each and every single week, man. There's no given in this league. And this year, the parity in the league is on display, to say the least. Kevin says, Bill Belichick and coach. He is a prick at times, but he knows what he is doing, and he is. And by the way, for the record, Kevin, I don't care he's a prick. I care that guy could coach and put me in a position to win championships. And the Patriots are back to winning games again. That's a good-looking football team. X-Bot, Saints have a good defense, but they also had a great defense last year. Jalen ran all over them in the first game as a starter. I'll say this to you, too. Their inconsistencies right now are clearly at the quarterback position, and it wasn't addressed in the offseason by Sean Payton. He thought he had – now, Jameis Winston's injury. Jameis was not playing bad. Jameis was trending in a good place too. And then he gets hurt. Now you have Trevor Simeon there and you have Tyson Hill. That ain't it. But you're competitive because you have great coaching. Oh, my God. I know, man. That kid Chase Young out for the Washington Redskins. Bro, that's a horrible loss. That is a horrible loss. He's such a good football player, but underachieved this year. Matt P says, the reality, Patriots won six Super Bowls because of Belichick and Brady. Absolutely. But now it's Belichick's turn to win a championship without Brady, like Brady won one without Belichick. Big Chris, shut down 41 next week and make the quarterback beat us. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. This comes down, and, and, and by the way, hey, it, it escapes me here. We play the Saints this week. Is that who it is? Help me out here again this week, who we're playing this week. It escapes me this week. But so focused on what they did against the Broncos. I forgot who they played this coming up week here. So you're sitting at four and six now with a performance like that, and you've been playing well over the last three weeks, and you're starting to see your quarterback get better. Guys, let's go one more time here. And it is the Saints. Yes, yes, the Saints. Okay, good. I thought it was. That's a very winnable ball game. You win that game, you're five and six, and you're a tick off of 500. Getting back to Mendoza line, if you could somehow get this bitch to six and six, dude, you're in the wild card race. You're in the wild card race. Could be the game of the year for the Eagles. Okay? Hey, guys, that's right, man. Just reminded to hit the like button. Matt Hatter, thanks you. Guys, please do me a favor. You guys have been sensational, man. Please hit that like button for me. It's really awesome, man. You guys, each and every single day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 Eastern time, you come aboard here and you just absolutely give us some love here. Hey, real quick, I want to show you something else before we get back on what I think is going to end up shaking out this week against the Saints. Saints got a great defense. So being able to run the ball, guys, this is going to be a game where you better wear all your gear. Okay? You, you, you better wear all your gear this week. I'll explain. I'm going to show you guys something here. You see how critical Bruce Arians was of Tom Brady? My wife said something to me. She saw Bruce Arians. who has been on the program numerous times here on the National Football Show. She said, like, man. He just undressed Tom Brady and said, Tom Brady, that was his fault. Those two interceptions were his fault. And she's like, you call him out like that? Yeah, the only reason that you call somebody out like that is because you have a phenomenal relationship with that player. And he knows it's coming from a place of love, not a place of hate. I'm going to give you guys a, um, I'm going to give you guys a comment that was told to me years ago by Joe Madden. Chris, you'll love this. You guys know who Joe Madden is? He's the manager of the Los Angeles Angels. And for years, he was the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. And I used to do the pregame show all the time for the Rays, and we used to you know, have great conversations because he would show up on my morning show in Tampa um, every like Monday, or I think it was either Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was. And I went over to his locker when I went over to the Fruit Dome. And I asked him, I go, I go, Joe, how can you be so critical of your players like Cliff Floyd and Evan Longoria and David Price? I mean, you really get in these guys' asses. He said, simple. You want to know the trick to managing and coaching? Here's what it is. If you're going to be able to be critical to somebody, and you're going to be constructive in telling them what they need to do to have great success, you need to have a personal relationship with each and every single guy in your dugout. So when I come to him, that player will look at it as constructive criticism instead of destructive conversation. 
When you have that dynamic with your players and your assistant coaches, everyone knows that when you have that talk, Mike Tomlin does it in Pittsburgh. Okay? Mike Tomlin will put you on blast. And he thinks your respect is on Tuesdays when you get your paycheck. I happen to agree with him. I happen to agree. You don't need me to brown nose you or give you pats on the back once you're a professional football player and you're getting paid for this. Stakes are high, man. And kissing your ass and blowing you like rainbows is not going to be something that's going to be on my agenda, sweetie. I'm not going to tell you, oh, everything, that that ain't going to work, kid. You're going to go fucking read the riot act. Remember that story I told you guys, man, about Jimmy Johnson? I'm sitting there, man, I'm getting coached, and I'm getting coached because they're just on me. We had a couple injuries, and they had to rely on me a lot one particular year. Finally, man, I just said, Jesus Christ, man, why are you fucking hollering at me all the time? Coach Johnson looked at me and went like this. Let me tell you something, Silio. You're one of my favorite guys. Worry when I'm not bitching at you. We'll take a time out. Keep it here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty. Business manager of Local 98 says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. 
Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. He did have a psych degree, my friend. Yes, he did, Jimmy Johnson. Guys, I have I have a uh, I have a confession to make here. You guys think I'm being too hard on Janice Rieger? You guys think I'm being too hard on her? Just you know, I don't want to be you know too hard. You know, I'm I I I I, I don't really like treating women bad like that. Okay, am, am, am I treating Janice too bad? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, I'm starting to feel bad here. Am I feed, am I, am I, am, I'm really feeling guilty here about treating Janice Rieger this way. Oh, so sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what? Jeremiah, wait a minute. You're not supposed to treat women like that. You know? No, 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 no. Smile. Get your facts right. It wasn't a nail. It was a heel. Oh, I can't run there. Are you kidding me? A slant in? I might get my wig knocked off. I'm not doing that. Hey, 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 Matt, the only difference is Jim Rome is four foot three and I could eat a bowl of soup off his head. Big Sills is six one and a half and hanging in there still. How you done? <laughs> yeah, okay. Little different. Oh, old crow, he's gonna make me. Oh my god, I so hope so. Oh my god, when when Janice goes down on the Lincoln Field. It serenades down the runway. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I think I'm being too hard on her. I, you know, I'm going to have to reevaluate that. Yeah. I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too mean to Janice. I'm not going to go over there. Dude gets paid to catch punts. So you drafted a guy in the first round to catch punts. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> well done. Oh, he's a first round guy. I want you to interview him. I've already reached out and tried. She's like not having it. You know, I have to go through the view that I have to go through like, you know, Oprah. You know, I thought I was basically trying to get Adele on. It was like, you know, really, it was trying to get Adele on for that. And by the way, who's Adele? I kept seeing these CBS, like, you know, these these um, these promos for Adele. I'm like, is that the really fat chick from back in the day? Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I was like, who's that? 
<laughs> Thank you, Steve. No, the platform allows me to be big sales like it used to be. This is old school big sales right here. No, nah, that's all right. And you know what, man? I think the view. No, 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 no. Janice Rieger's not going to go on like the NFL on Fox or the NFL on CBS. He's going to go on the view. Or he's going to have a sit down with Oprah and why it was so tough to play in Philly. <laughs> what up, Jeff? Thanks for coming aboard, brother. Could you see uh, Janice Rieger on the view? Yeah, you know, um, the offense is just too difficult under Sirianni. You know, this relationship is not just going to work. I mean, I've tried and tried and tried and tried. I've lost and gained over 400 pounds for the guy, and he still doesn't recognize me. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with her. It's all good, man. Oh, hey, real quick before we move on. So, hey, hey, um, Krause Jr., I want you to – hey, that's a good one, Jeff. Thank you. Please, I, I, I did not mention this. Sir. Kansas beat Texas, right? Kansas beat Texas. Fight on! Fight on! Right? Holy shit. Confirmed. Kansas beat Texas. Steve, Car Steve Sarkisian makes more money. Are you ready for this? He makes more money than Nick Sirianni does. Three times as much money. He makes six and a half million dollars in Austin. You know what your boy Nick makes in Philly? Two and a half. I done. Yeah, that's going to work out well. Kansas, a hoop school. A hoop school beat Texas. What a shitty program. Holy cow, man. And get this, they got 53 four- or five-star kids on that program. 53. 53, dude. Matt P., you're awesome, brother. Thank you. Let's get back to something, though, that's going in the right direction. Hey, wait a minute. Big Chris says Nick's still overpaid. Nick. Nick is overpaid, you think, Big Chris? I think he's actually getting better, man. Kevin says Nick needs to get free food. They got train tables for that. You know, you can always take it back to your room, you know, when you're on the road and shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, but you got to get Janice off the field. I'm sick of looking at her in heels. It's not a good look for the offense to have her out there. Quez Watkins is playing great ball. Give him the reps. He deserves it. But you see, this is what you have when you do this. I drafted him in the first round. So what? You make up the economic end on that by just playing the guy. Do you understand how Washington hedged their bets? They hedged their bets when they drafted RG3. What did they do that year? Do you guys remember? They drafted Kirk Cousins in the fourth round. And then what they did was, when that kid ended up getting hurt, Cousins was the guy for the next four years. And they put him on that, you know, 
they made sure that, you know, they kept going like this. They franchise tagged him because they weren't really sure he was the guy. And in theory, he probably wasn't. But he's been the best quarterback Washington has had in the last 10 years, 15 years. Kirk Cousins was their best QB, and they let him go. Matt, the UT coach, Steve Sarkeesian, is a joke. He is a joke, man. You can't lose to Kansas, brother. We need an experienced wide receiver next year. Maybe Juju. Juju? Dude, Juju, to me, is soft. No way. Give me Antonio Brown. This is what I would do. Antonio Brown's on a one-year contract. Go get Antonio Brown. Go get Antonio Brown. Pay him four million bucks. He'll come. Antonio Brown. Next to Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and a running game. And Jalen. I could probably win 10 ball games with that crew. Lou says AB isn't for this team. Lou, don't, don't make it a personality team. Make it so everybody's personality fits on your team. Whether you're Mike, that was the, hey, hey, Lou, that's why Dallas worked. You had Michael Irvin and his outgoing personality, and you had an introvert in Troy Aikman. Or you had a guy who didn't really say a lot in Emmett. Or you had a big mouth in Dion. Or you had a troublemaker in Charles Haley. Or you had a pot smoker in Nate Newton. It all worked. It all worked, and they were a dynasty. See, I think people who don't want guys like that in their locker room, I think you cut off half the league. I think you do, man. You know, I get get this, guys. Tell me, tell me um, what you guys think of this one. So I asked Dean Smith. Do you guys remember Dean Smith? Do you guys remember Dean Smith, the coach at North Carolina? He coached Michael Jordan and all that. Remember, remember he coached he coached all those great players. Remember that? Why did he only have two national championships? And Coach K. What has he got? Five? Right? He's got five. John Wooden, 10. You know, everybody always goes like this. Well, John Wooden had Jabbar and Bill Walton. Yeah, well, guess what, folks? He also won five without those guys. (laughs) Okay? He won five without those guys. So I asked Dean Smith, Coach, how did you get guys like that into your program? He goes, you know what he said to me? And I thought it was so appropriate on why he didn't have more success than, say, a coach. How do you only have two championships with people like like, like, like all those phenomenal players that played at North Carolina, like James Worthy and Jordan and Dowdy and all them dudes, man? How do you only have two championships? You know what he said? I only recruit the people that have my kind of personality so it makes it easier for me to connect with those people and for them to understand what I want. It's a good theory. It's a good theory. But see, to me, the truly great coaches are somebody like Jerry Tarkanian or Jimmy Johnson or Nick Saban. They can coach this personality versus that personality. 
By the way, you think a guy like Johnny Manziel could ever play at uh, Alabama? <laughs> Do you? I don't think a guy like Cam could even play at Alabama. Okay? There hasn't been a personality on that football team, like, ever since Saban has been the head coach at Alabama. See, the difference with my group and my University of Miami guys, we had the Michael Irvins. We had the Jerome Browns. That program was set up like the Ed Reeds, the Warren Saps, and all those guys. Big personalities. Big, big, big personalities. Right? I like coaches that can coach everybody. I want, I, I, to me, having a guy like Antonio Brown on the Eagles, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice when you say, well, I don't want T.O. on my team. Have you guys had a better, oh, wait, hopefully, hopeful bird. Have you had a better wide receiver on your football team since T.O.? And don't give me Devontae because he's not in T.O.'s league. He's not in his league. Not yet. Not yet. Remember something, too. T.O. was a third-round draft choice. 49ers and Carmen Policy found that dude in the third round. Jeff says, that's right, Dan. Each player has a different personality, and you need to coach that personality. That's right. And you know what, Jeff? I call the coaches that don't want to do that lazy. Those coaches, to me, are lazy. Some kids need a, some kids need a spanking, and some kids you don't even have to fuck with. You just let them play, self motivated. You don't need to be on them. You leave them alone. That's what my coach did. Guy like me was always on me because, hey, just like on my radio career, I can fall off the edge. I can fall off the edge, and I have. But I've always had Jimmy to pull me back up off the edge. That's the difference in why you go through a wall for a guy like that. Those are the coaches that you're friends for life. Guys, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Xander, I got to make sure that... Um, so you guys know... This is just today. Look at who I'm talking to. Xander, my producer, Ed Ogeron, my aunt, Butch Davis, and Gary Cobb. You know what Ed Ogeron and I were talking about? I can't really tell you too much here, but he wants me to help him set up his next job. I said I'm 100% behind you, coach. I'd play for you any day, anywhere. Get this, Butch Davis is telling me about the FIU football program and how they've taken $750,000 from the budget the last two years because of COVID and how Butch had to spend $200,000 of his own money to keep the program going. He's stepping down after this year. Those are coaches you run through walls for. I'm biased to Butch. I'm biased to Butch Davis. And Ed, Ed, and by the way, Coach Ogeron's working on The Rock coming on. He, he, him and The Rock are boys. 
I'm boys with the rock too, but he knows, he knows the rock way better. Okay. Thank you, Matt Hatter. Jermaine, appreciate you guys, man. You guys are great. All right, let's go back here to your Eagles here. Four and six Saints coming up. I feel good about this Eagle team. Kevin, worried about his players. That's why he's finishing the year. Pete Garcia, the so-called AD there, he resigned. It's a train wreck. I feel for Butch. His son sent me um, a message too, Brad. It's just a train wreck there at FIU. It's just a train wreck. Hey, East Candom, how you doing? Oh, wait a minute. Hey, East Candom, if Butch gets the Miami job, I don't know, man. You may not see me for a while. Okay. Big Chris says 500 is a great goal now. I agree. Guys, who do the Eagles have after the Saints game? These, I'll tell you, man, I feel really good today about this football team. Yes, Jeff, and coaching. Your coach and your quarterback are getting better. Your coach and your quarterback. Hey, watch this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield are not getting better. That's not getting better. It's getting exposed. Jalen, you know what? The, you, do you know why he's getting Giants? Holy shit. The Eagles can be six and six after the next two weeks. Six and six is a goal. It's a reality. Guys, Jetson, then the, the Giants and then the Jets, you could be seven and six in the next three weeks. Seven and six. Wow. Yes, Big Chris. Kareem Hunt and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb being out has exposed Baker Mayfield. Saints, Giants, Jets. G guys. Okay. Dude, seven and six. Am I hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me let me let me do this here. Is it a reality? Wow. Oh, by the way, I have to say it to you guys, and I'm sorry if you guys. Carson Wentz is five and five. Guys, Carson Wentz is five and five. Old coach says, stop it. Hey, dude, you know, I think you got a good shot here, dog. Seven and wait, Saints, Giants, and Jets, then the bye, then Washington. Giants, Washington, and Cowboys. Big Chris, Wentz is balling. I'll say it one more time to you, though, dude. When that guy has fuck-ups, Carson Wentz has abortions. This guy, he, hey, 
That was the worst eight minutes of football I have ever seen a quarterback play in that Titans game when the Colts played. He was terrible. Oof. Oh, my God. Hey, guys, if that football team has a 500 record this year, Howie, Howie Roseman might be the NFL executive of the year, and we've been bashing them all year. Are every one of you guys going to eat crow then? I'd have to, hey, I'd be in the barn with you, man. I'd be with the, I'd have my own stall that says, horse's ass, Cilio. Nostradamus, not Nostradamus, Nostradamus, Howie Roseman, NFL Executive of the Year. Uh, uh. Give me a vomit bag. Oh, my God. I would have to totally throw up. Hey, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. A promotion night at Lincoln Financial. It'd be binocular night. Dude will start selling binoculars, Roseman binoculars. Look, hey, looking for champions through the Howie Roseman binoculars. Well, look at what I did. I fired a Super Bowl coach. I hired a no-name coach. I got a second-round draft choice who Nick Saban hated. Now he's starting on my team. Now he's the franchise. Now we're fucking competing for a playoff. How you doing? Executive of the year. I'll take my award. Oh, and by the way, this ain't a award like you have to give back like the Washington Post, the Pulitzer Prize, for covering the Russia hoax. This actually, I did myself. Ain't no hoax here. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Did I say that? I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, it, just, it just popped in my head. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Holy cow. All right. The Rams playing tonight. Superman Howie Dupree, how dare you do that? Rams play tonight. Hey, why does Kyle Shanahan still have a job? That guy loses again. What do you expect from OBJ? And Sean Payton and his Saints. We'll take a look at that, man. Plus some other news. Saturday had some news of college football as well. A little bit more on that. And also, too, the Cowboys. I hate to do this to you. Guys. Guys, are the Cowboys the best team in the NFL? Let's take a break here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, 
Injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Cilio National Football Show. University of Miami has just fired Blake James, the athletic director. Should have fired that fucker 2012. He's the worst athletic director in the history of the school's program. He allowed Nevin Shapiro to run through the tunnel, a Ponzi schemer, and... The program has had inept tires. The football program doesn't resemble itself. It's the worst tackling football program in the country. And it's at the heels of Blake James. He sucks. He's the worst. The guy that got me run out of Miami called my radio station because I was being too critical when he was hiring all these shitty coaches. And Blake James had me thrown out the air in Miami. That's not personal here. What he did to my University of Miami program would be the equivalent of Nick Saban leaving Alabama and Nick Saban turning into Vanderbilt. Jeff, is Miami going to hire Coach O? No comment. Manny's still there, and I actually like Manny. No comment. No comment yet. There's players, and get this, guys. There's players that are in the program now and they have a coach who brought him there. He has an obligation to finish his job, just like Ed does in Baton Rouge. You have an obligation to those kids. You knocked on those parents' doors and said, I'm going to be here for your son. You owe that. Unlike Brian Kelly, or some of these other coaches that get these big jobs and just scoot and leave off the backs of their kids. Remember what Brian Kelly did when he got the Notre Dame job? 
He put that Cincinnati team in the Sugar Bowl, and Tebow's Gator team beat the piss out of them because they were a headless football team because their coach had quit and gone to Notre Dame. I'm not saying Brian Kelly shouldn't have took in the Notre Dame job. I'm saying he should have finished what he started. How do you fucking tell a kid to finish what he started when you can't? Okay? Enough said there. It'll be all over my Twitter because people are blowing my Twitter up right now. I said the guy should have been fired in 2012 when you let a Ponzi schemer into our program and destroy it. Bobby says, didn't we just beat the team 30-13 to 13 that beat them boys? Yeah, but Bobby, this is how I look at a football team. I don't think one game is your identity. Who do you guys think right now is the best team in the NFL? Who's the best team in the NFL, in your opinion? I think it's Dallas. I think it's the Cowboys. How about this? Maybe Green Bay? Hey, by the way, I don't think it's the Cards. Well, if they get Murray back. Smile says Packers. Steven says Packers. There's no overwhelming team this year. Jermaine, you're you're probably you're you're probably right the field, right? Packers, Cowboys. I can't even say the Bucks now. They've lost two in a row. Rams. Then the field, Arizona, right? Like, like what Bobby's saying there. Those three teams and then the rest of the field, right? Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. Comes back. Oh, by the way, you see all the, um, you see all the uh, like uh, COVID, the COVID pimps. You see the Corona pimps. That's what I call them, the coronavirus pimps. Go, Russell! Beat that angry guy. He's so awful. Beat him. Oh, they shut him out. <laughs> First time in Russell Wilson's career, he shut out, I think, on the road. Right? Hey, guys, do me a favor. Please hit that like button for me. Thank you, guys. But you guys don't think it's Dallas? How about that? Like you said, I think what Jermaine says, I think it's really like, um, I think it's like, you know, I, I, I think it's wide open. Big Chris says, what if Rodgers was black? Chris, do I look like Don Lamone on CNN? You know how you're talking about the Rittenhouse trial? Well, what if the guy was black and he had done that? What do you think America would be thinking about then? But he's not. And that's not the story. That has nothing to do with the case. It's kind of where I'm at. I don't go there. What if he was black? Yeah, but he's not. I don't talk in hypotheticals like that. I think it goes down those rabbit holes that just creates like, you know, wasted conversation. I get you, Jeff. But if this team is going to get back, and I'm talking – the Eagles, if this team's going to get back to 500, do me a favor, please. Bench Janice. Take her off the runway. 
she can't wear them shoes anymore. <laughs> Put Watkins out there, man. Give him the reps. He's played himself into that. Isn't it sad that you have a football team that a kid's played himself into being a starter and he can't get the starting job because your general manager still keeps that first-round tag and only sees who you are within your draft status and in your place that you were drafted in the draft. He don't see Watkins as a front-line guy. He sees him as another guy. Catwalk Rieger. Woo! 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna put her in the video. Look at that. That's what I'm gonna do. That's right, smile to the pine dog. Okay. To the pine, man. Put that guy's ass on the pine. Don't deserve it. Don't deserve it. Is one of the most underrated coaches in the National Football League, not Mike Vrabel. Dude, that guy is some freaking coach. You know the number one team right now in the AFC are the Titans, and I still don't believe in them, and they're like, keep winning. Even without Derrick Henry. Can you imagine if they could continue to win the way they're winning now, and they get Henry back, and you rested him up? He was already at 215 carries before he ended up getting injured. Can you imagine if he comes back and you would have rested him and he gets the playoffs to succeed in? That Titans team may win the Super Bowl. Big Chris says the Chiefs will be there in the end. I don't know about that. I never thought it'd get worse than Aguilar. No, no, no. I never thought it would get worse than uh, than uh, Jeffries and Jackson. I'm not playing this week because I don't like the quarterback. Homage, 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 Nick Foles. Homage, homage, homage. Burning candles. I love you, Nikki. Alshon Jeffries, I love you. Dear Nikki. This is how Alshon Jeffries went to sleep at night. Dear Nikki, I miss you so much and I love you. As you can see, I don't have a lot of respect for receivers. And I love you and I miss you. Carson Wentz is such a mean guy. He's not really the guy. I love you, Nikki. Nikki, 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 Nikki. I'll bring you a hoagie from over at Geno's. Do you want sausage or do you want do you want an Italian? Do you want an Italian sausage? What do you want? What do you want? Tell me what you want. A little gravy on it, Nikki? Yeah, and by the way, Hoss, if Elshon catches that pass in that Saints game, you might make it to two straight NFC title games. But another guy that broke a heel. Yeah. Hey, Saints, you win it. You're five and six. Then you got the sorry-ass Giants. Then you got the Jets. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on here. I'm getting way ahead of myself. This is crazy talk. The Eagles could potentially be, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just too many hits to the heads. Foles isn't consistent, but he flashes. 
Yeah, he's like Eli. He's exact. Lou, he's exact. Nick Foles is like Eli. They're streaky players. When Eli's on a streak and he's playing in the postseason, he's unbeatable. Isn't it crazy that – oh, by the way, I'll be watching that Peyton Manning and Eli Manning thing. I like that simulcast that those guys do. I, I really do. I enjoy that a lot. Jeff goes, hey, Sills, let's get past the damn Saints first before we start talking and barking about printing playoff tickets. I'm with you, man. This, hey, hey, chalk it up, Sports Philly. This may be the game of the year. This may be the game of the year, man. This Saints, hey, the Saints are on a vapor too, dude. Yeah, you're starting to get into the season now and the part of the schedule now where you're doing this. Hey, man, if we really are. Hey, who would have thought this, though, guys? Isn't this just awesome in itself? And where I was going here with this, isn't it awesome that Jalen has kind of scratched and clawed his way with this team back into, I don't know, a small playoff conversation. You told me that two weeks ago, like Gary Cobb said, I'd say you're fucking nuts. But he's kind of got you in a, and, 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 and you're right, you guys. Let's get past, let's get past the Saints first. Let's get past the Saints first. You're right. It's imperative. You get, Get past the Saints first. Smile, you're awesome. All right, guys, please hit the like button on the way out the door. You guys have been sensational on this football Monday. Should be interesting tonight. I got the Rams winning. OBJ's going to make a scene. He'll probably do something spectacular tonight, but I got them winning tonight. Then we'll start looking at this week here. Can the, can the Eagles get to five and six on the season? What do they have to do against the Saints team? We'll do that tomorrow. Don't forget, please, check us out. And if you miss some of the show, play us a little bit later on. You know, you get to go over to the Jacob Media channel, 4 to 6 Eastern time. Or if you want to follow me over on my Twitter page, at Dan Silio Show. Love you guys so much. I appreciate you guys doing this. We'll catch you tomorrow. We'll see you on the flip side. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.